Okay, welcome. Today I'd like to offer some reflections about Boris Johnson. I want to talk a little bit about narcissism and trauma. I want to explain why I feel that Boris Johnson is carrying a lot of trauma. And I want to link in this to boarding school syndrome. And I want to talk also about attachment and how the breaking of attachments at a young age that happened in his life. So, enjoy. Okay, so last week Boris Johnson was forced to resign from his position as a member of parliament. And obviously he was forced to resign from his um, position as prime minister last year as well. So what I'd love for us to do today, what I want to do, is I want to draw on a lot of the work of uh, Nick Duffel and his book Wounded Leaders. But I also want to speak a bit about uh, trauma and recovery, the psychiatrist Dr. Judith Herman. Um, and also drawing in some other aspects about narcissism. So first of all, I want to just read out um, from here. Some This was written in 2014. But he's talking about, uh, Nick Duffel's talking about this documentary, which was made in March 2013. It says, Boris Johnson at the time, widely tipped to become Conservative leader and perhaps Prime Minister one day, was described by Conrad Black, who employed Johnson when Black was proprietor of the Telegraph, as a sly fox disguised as a teddy bear. In the same programme, Lord Sebastian Coe, who worked with Johnson on the London Olympics, observed his strategic personality at work uh, close hand, saying there was not a moment of his day that is not choreographed. So, essentially, here we have Boris Johnson, and what I want to, to kind of look at is this idea of why I feel that he is carrying trauma. I was interviewing a lady on my podcast on Monday, Shashi Saluna, who was at Oxford um, and was tr training in psychology there. And she said that everyone has trauma. Everyone has, but it's just differing levels. And I just want to explain why I feel that Boris Johnson is carrying trauma. Um, and then, you know, why it is that we are voting for these people. You know, why is it? Um, so, you know, why do I feel that Boris Johnson is carrying trauma? So, as Peter Levine says, perhaps the most important thing that he's learned about trauma is that people, especially children, can be overwhelmed by what we usually think of as common everyday events. So at the age of 11, Boris Johnson is sent off to boarding school. Um, and as Joy Chavrin, who is one of the leading authors of boarding school syndrome, she says, um, the premise is that going to boarding school at a young age may inflict emotional injuries with lasting psychological consequences. Research over the intervening years has led to a developing an understanding of this enduring harm as presented in adult psychotherapy patients. And she talks about this ABCD of boarding school syndrome. Abandonment, you know, so at age 11, Boris Johnson is abandoned. He's left in this institution for 
um, up to nine months at a time of the year. Okay, and he's left, and I don't know the exact figures. He went to Ashdown House and then went on to Eton, but I do know that there was sexual abuse. One of his teachers was arrested. Um, he's now out of prison, the, the, the teacher. So he talks about this. She talks about this idea of A, B, C, so abandonment, B, bereavement, the homesickness, C is captivity. Um, you know, you can't escape from boarding school. You can't leave. And then the D, we learn to dissociate. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, linking that in, so seeing this as a trauma, um, you've got the work of Jennifer Freyd. And Jennifer Freyd proposed the idea that betrayal is the key element that makes an experience become traumatic, especially in childhood. As Nick Duffels points out in um, on page 108 of Wounded Leaders, saying that Betrayal is another of the great unrecognised but cherished blood sports in British boarding life. I'm not saying the British are by nature perfidious, but a boarding child has certainly been steeped in betrayal. First he gets betrayed by his parents, dumped away from home in an institution for what are apparently going to be the best years of our lives. Then he gets betrayed by the, double, the boarder's double bind, which goes like this. If they love me, why do they send me away? And if it is so important to them, and I don't like it, there must be something wrong with me. So for me, this is why Boris Johnson is carrying this trauma, is from his boarding school experience. And, and I think this is really important to, to note that, ah, okay, his experience growing up, the separation, living on his own, having to fend for himself, it's all about me you know, has created this personality, and Nick Duffel calls it the strategic survival personality, which is basically three elements. It's either complier, the rebel, or the crushed. I see Boris Johnson as both the complier, but also the rebel as well. You know, he will toe the line to a certain degree, but, you know, basically doing his own thing. Um... So yeah, that's around betrayal. So that's why I feel, as Jennifer Freyd, who is PhD, and it's quoted in um, Annabelle Gonzalez, the psychiatrist book, saying that, you know, this is what makes betrayal, is what makes an experience become traumatic. Um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about narcissism. So Richard Grannon, who's written this book uh, called The Cult of One, he says the formation of narcissistic personality disorder usually takes place between polarities in which the child is simul simultaneously told they are bad and useless. Again, so what Nick Duffels just said here, if they love me, why do they send me away? And if I don't like it and I, you know, and it means so much, then that must mean there's something wrong with us, you know. So simultaneously told they're bad and useless. And that they are wonderful and gifted as long as they perform a function. One that is often inappropriately adult for a child. That benefits the hunger for narcissistic supply the parents feel. So if you notice with Boris Johnson, you know, and I've heard 
people who'd been to school with him, he learned at a very young age. I've heard of um, people who were eaten with him saying they used to see him on the street of Windsor performing and they had to have a crowd of people around him. And it's like, so this is what he's learned. He's learned to perform. This is his strategic survival personality. This is not the true him. So, you know, Richard Grannon goes on to say, in my experience, whilst childhood had left me feeling worthless and self-blaming, there were moments when my parents heaped praise on me. So maybe this is what happened with Boris. You know, he found this personality. You know, so many of the comedians of our age, um, Eric Idle, uh, spoken about this boarding school. Peter Cook, again, boarding school. They learned to perform. And then that's helped to stop the bullying. So what I'm suggesting here is this is a strategic survival personality, the performer, you know. Um, OK, so kind of leading on to the next thing is uh, this comes from Peter Levine, who is one of the world's leading experts on trauma. He's been studying trauma since the... 60s and he says the effects of unresolved trauma can be devastating it can affect our habits and outlook on life leading to addictions and poor decision making again uh, Nick Duffel and his book uh, Wounded Leaders says that I think it's Michael Goldfarb um, who points out that over the years the conservatives have consistently made poor decision made poor decisions um, you know, the, the corn tax, other things like that, the poll tax things, you know. Um, it goes on to say, it can take a toll on our family life and interpersonal relationships. You know, Boris Johnson, I believe, um, um, has had, I think, 17 children. So it's like that interpersonal relation, that struggle there. He then goes on to say, it can trigger real physical pain, symptoms and disease. And it can lead to a range of self-destructive behaviours. This is the effects of unresolved trauma. Lead to self-destructive behaviours. And I feel, I see that when I, I see uh, Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, the other thing here is, and this kind of brings up in Richard Grannon's work, is why do we vote for him? Why do we put these people in positions of power? And, and I think this comes down to the psychology of the UK, certainly, is we've been taught, if we're not in, if we've not had that type of education, one, we put them onto pedestals, they're amazing. But there's also that there's something wrong with us. We're less than. You know, Nick Duffel talks about in his book, this idea that the working class in the UK is really seen as is gringe is something wrong with them. They're you know really bad. Whereas going into other places in Europe, he's found that you know there isn't that psychological pro projection that there's something wrong with us. So you know why do we vote for them? Also, Richard Grannon talks about codependence. Is that we somehow need these people? And I guess the solution is that we start to, yeah, put boundaries down for ourselves, work out what we do want, 
and to be more aware when we vote for a Rishi Sunak, a David Cameron, a Boris Johnson who've been to boarding school, they've been affected by this trauma, that there are going to be hidden sides, uh, you know, that they are carrying the narcissism, the, the trauma, uh, and therefore we need to be more aware of who we are voting in. Um, yeah, another thing I wanted to, to just read out was uh, Judith Herman's. She's one of the leading psychiatrists um, who wrote this book in the 90s, and this has been basically a, a Bible for, for trauma. She says, Repeated trauma in adult life erodes the structure of the personality already formed, but repeated trauma in childhood forms and deforms the personality. The child trapped in an abusive environment is faced with formidable tasks of adaptation. I see, this is what Boris Johnson's done. He's adapted. She must find a way to preserve a sense of trust in people who are untrustworthy. Okay, sexual abusers in his school. Safety in a situation that is unsafe. Control in a situation that is terrifyingly unpredictable. Power in a situation of helplessness. Unable to care for or protect herself, she must compensate for the failures of adult care and protection with the only means at her disposal. An immature system of psychological defences. This, for me, this paragraph really outlines Boris Johnson to a T. You know, she goes on to say, The pathological environment of childhood abuse forces the development of extraordinary capacities, both creative and destructive. It fosters the development of abnormal states of consciousness in which the ordinary relations of body and mind, reality and imagination, knowledge and memory no longer hold. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's really, really powerful to see that. Um, and then I'll just draw a few words from... Um, this book here, again, Nick Duffel's work, it's talking about emotions as well. So the psychological look at Boris Johnson is his difficulty connecting with emotions, having empathy for others. And this is, Nick Duffel talks about five reasons why an ex-border does not make a good leader. And the second one he says is the... Um, most easily recognized symptom of an ex-border is a difficulty with emotions. Over the last 20 years, the emerging discipline of neuroscience has confirmed much of what psychotherapists always assumed. Chiefly, that this is that humans cannot take good decisions when as a result of either physical lesion or psychological dissociation processes, their feelings and emotions are not fully accessible to them. Boris Johnson has learned to suppress his emotions, to not feel, and therefore he is not able to make good decisions. Unsurprisingly, regardless of personal charm and attractiveness, maintaining authentic relationships is also difficult under those conditions. And then he says the fourth reason that they do not make good um, leaders is the combination of all these thinking, feeling and behavior impediments crystallize into an excessively defensive attitude to life. This causes long-term structural problems in the psyche for it necessitates the construction of an outwardly competent but in fact defensive strategic version 
of the false self. Here he calls it the strategic survival personality. Such a personality inevitably fears attack and unmasking, both consciously as in its strategic maneuvers and unconsciously as frequently revealed in dreams and anxiety attacks. It predicts threat where there may be none, closes the door to intimate approaches in case they may be threats and handles the resultant stress very badly. When this personality type senses challenge to its survival, it reacts instantly with aggression and frequent bullying rather than calmness, curiosity of self-reflection. We've seen this last week. Boris is, you know, it's all you, kangaroo court. So he's blaming everybody else. He's putting it onto them, you know. And because this personality type is the forerunner of what I call the entitlement brain, Nick Duffel says, it cannot conceive that it might be a problem within itself. He can't look within himself, Boris Johnson, to go, oh, you know what? What's it within me? You know? No. Clearly, politics can be an attractive air arena for such personalities. Yeah. So I think this is really, really key. So this is a longer video today, but essentially, what's the solutions here? You know, for me, for Boris Johnson himself, it's like, great. The, as Nick Duffel goes on to say, it's like learning to become more heart-centered. You know, doing some psychotherapy, doing some inner work. You know, talking about his boarding school experiences, his upbringing, bringing it from shadow into light. You know, and what can we do as you know, as members of the, the public is like, yeah, see, when someone is like that, this strategic survival personality, to see, ah, actually, what type of person do I want as a leader? To be more discerning. But we can choose. We can step into our sovereignty and go, actually, I want this type of leader. So, yeah, just some ideas here. Um, and I think it's uh, very, very interesting. So I've got my podcast coming live um, on Friday, talking with um, Shashi Saluna, talking about trauma and relationships, which links into this subject as well. And then I will be speaking to Richard Grannon, uh, who wrote this book uh, in July as well, the end of July. So uh, looking forward to speaking to him. As always, any reflections, questions, please do let me know.